On today's episode, we're talking through free, easy actions that will supercharge your Google Shopping campaigns in just 20 minutes. You're listening to the PPC Burrito. friends and welcome to the PPC Burrito. I'm Michael Kenny, And I'm Becky Hopkin. And we represent Digital Gearbox, a specialist marketing agency that helps businesses across the globe unlock game-changing results using PPC platforms like Google Ads. Google Shopping! Depending on who you ask, Google's e-commerce advertising campaign of choice is either the golden path to transformational sales greatness or a costly pile of beans that will never turn into the beanstalk. Like almost all of what Google offers advertisers these days, and much like any advertising tactic since the dawn of commerce, shopping is only as good as the people using it. Now, that might sound like an insult, but it's not intended as one. There are many guides to be found online that promise to unlock Google Shopping greatness, but the reality is that there are far easier ways to maximize returns from your campaigns. They just require commitment and consistency. With that in mind, we're here to talk you through a tried and tested method we use day in and day out at our agency. A rinse-repeat formula that, should you commit to, is almost guaranteed to turn your Google Shopping campaign into the roaring sales engine we know it can be. But before we reveal all, please take a second to subscribe to the podcast on the platform you're listening to this on. Also consider following us on Twitter at Digital Gearbox, where you can join in the conversation and ask us any PPC or food-related questions using the hashtag PPCBurrito. So as Michael said, our base methodology for a successful Google shopping campaign consists of three actions. Number one, segment your products. Number two, regularly review those search terms. And number three, utilize automated bidding. So let's start with that first point. Number one, segment your products. Segmentation, as we always say, is king. We've audited a lot, and I mean a lot, of shopping campaigns over the years, and a recurring issue that we almost always encounter is the lack of product diversification. We almost always see a single campaign compromising of a single ad group that houses all of the products that the retailer is selling, just in that single campaign. Now that's fine if you're selling a single product, but the chances are pretty high that you're selling a range of SKUs with different applications and prices. Google isn't the most helpful here. By default, all products in your product group will be dumped into a single campaign when you're setting things up. This is almost certainly for ease of setup. Within a couple of minutes and a few clicks, you'll be convinced that you're set up for success. I really don't know why Google do it this way, as it's virtually impossible to set up a successful shopping campaign in this method. First of all, it's going to be quite difficult to quickly and easily understand what products are performing well and what isn't if all those SKUs are grouped together. To see what's actually selling, you'll either have to dig around in your Google Analytics or go in the back end of your e-commerce platform or pull a trusty dimensions report from the Google Campaign Manager that will give you that performance by item ID. Talk about effort. 
What you need is to be able to quickly and easily see what is working and what isn't within your campaign manager and then have the ability to make changes based on it afterwards. By segmenting products into separate ad groups and campaigns, I now have the ability to not only see what products are performing well, but also to see what types of products are doing well. I can quickly and easily make adjustments on a group or a product basis based on that data. Juicy. Using this approach, I can now quickly up all the product bids that I want. If there is a particular item that's costing lots and lots but not selling, I can either pause it or dial it completely down. The easiest way to achieve a segmented approach um, is to use custom labels. So with custom labels, you can go beyond um, the standard groupings like brand and product category. You can create new segments like high and low margins or your best selling products or seasonal indicators. This approach is our default for any shopping campaign and almost always generates better results. A recent example of this working perfectly is a 52% drop in cost per conversion achieved in just three months. And we did that by segmenting by brand and reducing bids on brands that weren't converting as much. It really is as simple as that. So the second point, as Becky mentioned, number two, review search terms and review them regularly. Now, I can hear the groans already. Yes, I know, search terms. It's a really basic component. However... It's uh, it's just something that you have to do. There is no dark magic or science behind a successful Google Ads campaign. Sorry about that. There is just a rinse-repeat process that must be followed with conviction. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean hours upon hours of mind-numbing spreadsheets, although it might if you have you know 10,000 products. It just highlights the need for an optimization routine that you actually have to stick through. Now, reviewing search terms reports, yeah, it's not glamorous, but it can be the difference between a campaign that turns a profit and one that just hemorrhages cash. A surprising number of advertisers don't bother with search terms for shopping, probably because there's no keyword setup and the search queries will only trigger an ad based on a query related to the info in the product feed, but this doesn't mean that they're not important. A recent example that we can point to was a paint retailer who was spending nearly £150 a month on terms related to hydrochloric acid products, a completely unrelated product. In just a couple of minutes, we were able to identify these irrelevant terms and block them in just a couple of seconds using negative keywords. Depending on the size of your campaign, a search terms report can take 10 minutes or yeah, it can take a couple of hours to properly go through. If time is at a premium, I would suggest sorting by total clicks or maybe cost to highlight the terms that are costing you the most. On the flip side, search terms reports can have a positive impact if you sort by the conversion metric. So if you do this, you can review the terms that might be generating sales and depending on the information you get, you can work those into your PLAs if relevant and not there already. So let's move on to point number three. Introduce automated bidding, but very carefully. Now, automated bidding isn't exactly new, but it has become much smarter and much more effective over the past couple of years. And if it's not something you're testing at the moment, it's definitely one to add to the list. And I'm sure Google's probably screaming at you to do so as well. Automated bidding takes the heavy lifting and guesswork out of setting bids to meet your performance goals. 
It uses advanced machine learning algorithms that train on data at a vast scale to help Google make more accurate predictions across your account about how different bid amounts might affect conversions or even conversion value. Each type of automated bidding strategy is designed to help you achieve a specific goal for your business. Now, these algorithms are pretty cool and factor in a wider range of parameters that affect performance than any single person or team or even myself can compute. And this includes attributes like device and location, which obviously you can manually tweak. But it also looks at additional signals and signal combinations that are completely exclusive to this automated bidding. With auction time bidding, Google factors in these wide range of signals into that bid. So just a couple of examples, uh, Google can look at your price um, compared to other advertisers pricing. And if they detect that you're offering a really strong deal on that product compared to those other advertisers, it can push that bid up to make sure that it gets exposure. Google can also optimize bids on other similar product attributes, such as condition, brand and product category. For example, Google Ads can optimize bids based on how your product price compares to other advertisers who are participating in the same auctions that you are. For example, your bids may be increased if you're offering a strong deal on a product set compared to other advertisers. Google can also optimize bids based on similar product attributes such as price, condition, brand, product category. So for example, a retailer that sells outdoor gear their bids may be adjusted if you were to add a new tent to your product data that's similar to other tents that have a high conversion likelihood. Pretty cool, hey? Now, there are a number of automated bidding strategies that can be deployed. My favorite starting point is just to try some enhanced cost per click, ECPC bidding. And this can help you increase the likelihood of conversions with your manual bidding. So it automatically adjusts that manual bid up or down based on each click's likelihood to result in a conversion. Now, this is the default bid strategy that Google selects for you when you set up a campaign, or at least it, it is at the moment. They keep changing this. And you can choose to optimize those bids for conversions or for conversion value. You don't get to put a cap on those bids with shopping like you can with search, but Google will try to maintain that overall, the same overall spend. To use enhanced CPC with shopping campaigns, you need to set up conversion tracking. The Google Ads system looks for patterns of clicks and conversions and compares them to your past results. If certain locations lead to more sales, for instance, it will know. You will get optimal performance if you use conversion tracking with ECPC. So make sure you got that set up first. Next up, there's target return on ad spend target ROAS. It's the average conversion value that you'd like to get for every pound spent on ads here. So you enter that value as a percentage using this formula. So you take your conversion value, divide it by your ad spend and multiply that by 100. And that will give you your target ROAS percentage. So just as an example, if your goal is to get an average of five pound in every sales for every one pound you spend on ads, your target ROAS would be 500%. So Google will set your bids here to try and achieve that target average return on ad spent across all campaigns using that strategy. Some conversions may have a higher or lower return than your target. Then finally, with the maximize click strategy, Google Ads will automatically set your bids to help you get as many clicks as possible within your budget. Here you can set a cap on those bids 
uh, and it lets you control the maximum amount that you're willing to pay for each click. If you don't enter a maximum CPC bid, however, Google will just adjust your bids to get you as many clicks as possible whilst spending within your budget. This doesn't require conversion data and is a great solution for increasing clicks on low traffic products whilst keeping within a certain spend. Now, the trick with automated bidding is to have some data in the campaign first. Ideally, the more the better. Whilst Google says even new campaigns without the data of their own may see increased performance from past performance, we'd recommend gathering some juicy data for Google to work with first. Google recommends measuring performance over longer time periods that have at least 30 conversions, such as a month or longer. But you do need 50 conversions for that target ROAS strategy. Once live, make sure you give those campaigns enough time to learn and optimize. Now, Google recommends a minimum of 15 days. We'd suggest probably around a month. It really depends on your spend, however. Also, consider reviewing your data weekly opposed to daily. I know it's tempting to go in and see what it's doing, especially if you've got loads of traffic and spend going, but you need to give the algorithms time to learn. So it can be a bit scary if you go in daily. Your cost per click may go up and down. Your number of clicks may go down, but Google is making those changes to get that end result for you. The trick here is to be patient and try and stay the course if you can. Get that data in, train the machine, and then work with it, and you'll soon see those positive benefits. And there you have it, three easily actionable tips that, if you do them right, should make a difference to your Google Shopping campaign. So just to recap, one, segment your products. Two, regularly review search terms reports yes i know it's boring but do it and number three consider utilizing automated bidding but give it a test make sure you got the data in before you give it a go and uh that's a wrap for this week's podcast thank you for listening if you're a business owner or a marketing manager looking to take your shopping campaigns to the next level feel free to get in touch either by dropping us a message on social media or by going to our website www.digitalgearbox.co.uk so from me michael and me becky stay happy stay safe and until next time amigos Keep on optimizing. Mm-hmm.